0: This is Morning Joel with Sister Ignatia from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Morning Joel is a production of Spoke Street Media. Wake up! Okay, here is Sister Ignatia, here with Sister Carol Ann. Hello. And I never pictured the Vocation Office being a site of, you know, like podcast radio recording, but. This is kind of fun. Yeah, it is fun. Do you know what has made this really, I don't know, who. it's like sealed the deal, like whenever I've maybe recorded or, you know, do you have any idea? Um, the sign on your door.
1: <gasps> How did you know? I was going to say that.
0: You don't want to be disturbed while you're podcasting. <laughs> okay. It's like revolutionized my life. Wow. So thank you. What an so, honor to yeah. be part of that. So... For those of you listening who have no idea what that means, <laughs> Sister Caroline, like, I, you know, started working in the office. But I'm like, yeah, I'm on the phone. Like, stuff happens. Like, yeah, awkward. Somebody opens the door. Like, oh, I'm sorry. And then you have to, like, hand motion to them something that doesn't usually yeah. work. So Sister Caroline has this talent for, one, making <laughs> cards, but also making door signs yes and so I've, I've become known for it now that I've
1: made one for Sister Ignatia
0: <laughs> so if you if anyone has an order
1: yeah maybe <laughs>
0: contact me through
1: our <laughs> website <No. laughs>
0: oh, my oh man but um okay so yeah if we have the door sign on mm-hmm. it's flipped when well, no one's gonna bother us because we do have some serious conversation oh, yes. about scripture oh yes <laughs> and yeah do you want to share just like what scripture kind of has like jumped out at you when you look at all the scripture for lent it seems mm-hmm. like yeah this one's kind of kind of special I
1: yeah know. i love these readings for the the second sunday of lent the first reading is the testing of abraham which is mm. one of my very favorites i really related to this story i think when i was discerning but also since i've entered and it's just a story of complete trust in the lord mm. and then the gospel is the transfiguration which is also just an amazing Way that the Lord has shown us um, his love and also just a glimpse of his glorified body and mm. that invitation that we all have to live with our glorified bodies in the life of the Trinity in heaven. So, yeah, good readings. Yeah. And the second reading's good too. It's just short. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: what? Shout out to St. Yeah. Paul. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Man. And a good psalm. I mean, they're all good. It's just. <laughs> might be here talking for like three hours yeah like
0: (laughs) y'all go we'll go to mass get the whole picture we'll just kind (laughs) of zero in on something (laughs) so yeah the first reading are there like a few lines you said like in your discernment and even being a sister like like you've related to them have there been like a few lines or just the whole narrative of abraham or
1: yeah i really um have been struck and just kind of maybe a synopsis of the story so Mm -hmm. abraham has been wanting Like his whole life, you know, it's such an important part of their traditions and their culture at that time was having children and having sons to carry on your name. And that was a desire that he had. But he and Sarah um, did not have children. But then the Lord promised to him that he would have children. Um, his descendants would be more numerous than the sand on the beach and on the seashore, and that he would have land and also his name um, would be carried on the three promises.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's consult the scripture scholar who is not in the room. Um, I believe so. Yes. Um, yeah. The universal blessing, land, yes. er, and then and descendants. descendants. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Good job. So, um, <laughs> Finally, after a really long time, Abraham and Sarah have a son, Isaac. And it just seems like finally the Lord has fulfilled Mm -hmm. his promise. And then (laughs) the Lord asks Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. And it just makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When when you look at, at what the Lord has promised, what he said he will do, and what he, as a miracle, did that then he would jeopardize this and ask Abraham to kill Isaac. But Abraham probably thinking the same thing. This makes no sense. um, Says here I am, Mm. you know, that fiat that we see even in the old Testament. And he is willing to take his son, Isaac, his only one whom he loves and offer him as a burnt offering. And I'm also struck too by you know, sometimes we think of Isaac as a little, a little kid in this, but he carries the wood, you know, just as Jesus carried the cross, but he also had to be strong enough to be able to carry that. Oh yeah. He wasn't like five. (laughs) Yeah. So he was probably consenting to this as well, Mm -hmm. um, that they both were displaying huge trust in the Lord. So on the third day, again, kind of a Foreshadowing to mm-hmm. the New Testament, they get to this place where um, Abraham is to offer Isaac. And Isaac asks, you know, well, where's the sheep? Where's the offering? Mm. Um, and Abraham says, God will provide. And he does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. He
1: um he stops Abraham right before he kills his son. And they find a ram. And it's really this great assurance of God's fidelity but also yeah the way that Abraham moved from you know he really was holding on to the promises of God Mm. and in this story we see that he is now holding on to the God of promises yeah and he is willing to to do what doesn't even make sense and to offer his son Um, and we see you know that the Lord ultimately does what doesn't make sense and offers his son. <laughs> yeah. He completes the sacrifice in the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross and he won our salvation mm-hmm. and
0: what a great gift. Yeah. The line reminds me, not it's a song not related to Abraham, but it's a song about Job. Um, like the story of Job, I think is the name of the song and it's, you know, Job gets everything taken away. Mm-hmm. similar to like the story of Abraham, everything gets taken away. And the line that gets repeated is like, it's as if he keeps saying like, but all I wanted is you. And all I wanted mm-hmm. is you. So like yeah. you could take all these things away, but like all I wanted is you. I love that like yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like and the Lord always does those things. Um mm-hmm. yeah, was there yeah, a moment where you felt like the Lord either in like your life had promised you something or um you felt like you were doing his will and then like felt like this change of going into the area of, okay, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first thing I think of is the biggest thing probably for me, which is my vocation story. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I really did feel like it was the Lord's will that I, mm-hmm. I, I discerned, I think, well, um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think credit. so,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did discern my, um, <laughs> My a major and in college. I wasn't just like, a you know, I studied accounting and I didn't do it just because I wanted to make a lot of money or different things. Well, it was a perk that, was, <laughs> yeah. uh, a good job market. It was good mm-hmm. to get a job and I'm a very practical person, but I also did feel like that was the Lord, um, Lord's inspiration and that he'd given me these talents and had a plan to use them for his glory. Mm-hmm. And so I really did trust that I was where the Lord wanted me to be. And, and I was able to see in little ways that he was using me to reach a, a secular culture yeah. in the business world. But yeah, then this idea of religious life came up. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like well, i got a pretty good career here and <laughs> I've had some stability and I, you know, am glorifying the Lord trying to in mm-hmm. my work and in my you know, ministries that I served in the church, and here was the Lord asking for something different. And yeah, it's been really beautiful because I did trust in His promise that He is always with me mm-hmm. and that He will never abandon me. And it was challenging, but I followed where He led. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then saying yes to His will in this vocation, it's been neat to see the ways that the Lord is using those mm. talents and experiences and those things that I felt him calling me to before I entered the convent.
0: So, but you're seeing them being used in ways that you like, yeah, you wouldn't have planned or thought of, right. but yeah, they are. Yeah. How do you feel like, like you have as much of a personal connection with the gospel even of like mm. yeah, Peter, James and John, like they go up the mountain They see him in his glory and Peter's like, well, this is it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) The end of the story. Yeah. Um. (laughs) And the Lord says no. (laughs) But it's beautiful that he gives them that glimpse of his glory Mm. because that was so important to sustain them when he entered into his passion. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been such a gift in my life of my spiritual director calls them touchstone moments (laughs) Mm, (laughs) where you have these moments when you know that the Lord is present and Mm -hmm. you're experiencing intimacy with him that is more tangible and how important it is to go back to those moments Mm -hmm. that how important it must've been um, for the disciples during the passion to think back to that moment and um, to seeing the glory of God and trusting again, trust. (laughs) Um, He could still bring his glory about even through this horrific death, um, which he did in the resurrection.
0: Yeah, my um, initial thought when I was reading over the gospel, and I can just picture the conversation. Yeah, it's just like almost like a light show. You know, the prophets are there. Mm -hmm. Peter is like transfixed. He's just like... Okay, I guess this is it. Like I'm staying here for the rest of my life if I'm already dead. I guess this is eternity, I don't know. And then and then all the glory goes away and I can just picture Jesus cuz he's going over to say like, "Well, we have to go down the mountain again." So he's I just picture him kind of like leaning down to Peter who's still like in a ball on the ground or something <laughs> and he's just like leaning down to him like, "Okay, okay, Peter. Um, okay, look at me." I look at me and I, okay. Okay. So I know, I, I know what you just saw was really great, but listen to me, we're going to go down the mountain and I'm going to die. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you tracking? Are you tracking? <laughs> like, and yeah, it's just like almost like too much for them to like yeah. comprehend. But, um, because again, it doesn't make sense Yeah, <laughs> to yeah. our human minds. Yeah. Um, but God's plan is so much greater. Mm. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why is it that, like, yeah, he's the guy that like that doesn't make sense? But then after it all happens, it's like,
1: it's uh, not like irrational.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm a planner. <laughs> I get
1: so caught up in how I want things to be yeah. and how, you know, maybe how I've seen things work before, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And the Lord is just full of surprises. He can use anything mm. for His glory and doesn't have to be a nice, pretty plan that we would come up with (laughs) this
0: might not be totally related but i was reading a book privilege of being a woman Mm -hmm. which is an excellent book um yeah alice van hildebrand's like contrasting women in the bible with men and she says you know there were three of the disciples on mount tabor and the tradition is and how it explains like they're fortified by this vision they can go back to it for all the difficulties they're going to go through um, especially the passion and all these things but she says like the women were on Mount Calvary. Like Mm -hmm. they didn't (laughs) either. Yeah. I I find it's interesting. Yeah. The sense, the woman's like sensibility, like I think we do, we of course have like transfiguration moments, but also like, I think how the Lord uses. Yeah. Like our moments of like Calvary Mm -hmm. to sustain like our like feminine call to, or like we can be with him and somehow intuitively know the glory is there. Mm -hmm. Hopefully.
1: I think women have a special, gift of being present in suffering mm-hmm. and you see it in a lot of different ways but that's a great way in scripture that we see the way that the women were present at the yeah. of the cross
0: mm. well thanks Sister Carol Ann. you're welcome thanks for having me hey I might have you back whoa <laughs> <laughs> Good? well okay I'll talk to you then okay <laughs> bye but... I hope you like religious life as much as I do. If you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests, contact us at our website, ssfpa.org. He leads, I follow. This show
1: is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit SpokeStreet.com.